Welcome back to The Outright Effect, a podcast in which unique perspectives challenge us to be better versions of ourselves. We're two ambitious women who talk about how we like to stretch our creativity and work on self-growth to become better people. I'm Shelly. And I'm Tempsey. And today we are going to be talking about our experience with social media. So what do we mean by that? So basically this is social media growth. We want to put out there that we're not experts. This is just based on our experience. We've realized that, you know, we really want to start working more on our social media. We can a lot of different, like, techniques, uh, strategies, and things like that online from people who are pros out there. And we wanted to test these things out and see if they actually work for us or not. So this is something that we want to talk about, you know, what we're doing, maybe not necessarily how to's, but we haven't seen, you know, folks out there talk about the process and anyone else out there who's like trying, like, you know, we haven't heard about people out there going through the process currently. It's always like these success stories. So we thought we would talk about the actual testing of these things and, you know, let you guys know how it's going for us. And maybe some of this stuff will help you. Yeah. And, you know, we'll revisit this topic as we continue to work on our social media growth and trying, you know, when we're trying new things and course correcting or adjusting. And so we'll kind of check back in on this topic to give you guys insights on how things are going and how we've kind of changed our approach. Yeah. So in this episode, we're mostly going to be talking about Instagram because that is our primary form of social media. Um, We do also like double posts, I don't know what you call it, um, to Facebook as well. But for the most part, we I feel like we are in, engaging, interacting, like posting on stories, like mostly in Instagram, um, sometimes in Facebook, but not like primarily in Facebook, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at here. So we just wanted to throw that out there for any of you guys who are listening so that you're you have that background information and you're aware of like which platform we're focusing on. Yes, that's really important because there is a lot of there are a lot of platforms out there that you can you know leverage in terms of growth but today we're specifically talking about Instagram and that is definitely connected to our Facebook so you know we first want to start with what we were kind of what we kind of started doing and we were a little bit more casual in the beginning we would post occasionally and we would definitely post when it came to announcing our episodes and then we would engage a bit but it was like it wasn't as if we were on a mission. It was more of engage to just engage casually, I guess. Right. Like we were, res- I, I would, I guess like to, you know, spell out what we were doing. We were like responding to things that were coming our way, but we mm-hmm. weren't doing as much outreach. Right. And I think that um, that's something that we've been noticing a lot lately as we're watching other YouTube video, like how to's or like reading articles about things you should be doing. Nowadays, I feel like more commonly we see that um, the experts or pros out there, people who have social media companies and are advising others, there is a huge outreach portion where you are going to seek out other accounts to engage with. But I feel like we were more so like, our engagement was more like replying to things that like replying to a comment someone left on our picture, but not as much of us going out to someone else's account and, re- and posting comments on their pictures. Right? right. I think that's kind of what we were doing. So I, I would say for me personally, um, I like what drew me to this, like wanting to focus on 
um, social media growth strategies and that kind of stuff more is because I was seeing growth from other people. And I got curious about that because as you guys probably know, I also have a YouTube channel and separate Instagram page, Simple Casual Chic, um, that I run separately from the outright effect. And we do kind of cross promote, you know, sometimes. Um, and for myself personally, that's something that I want to grow. I want to build into something. And so, I mean, I was looking into these topics to do just that, right? I'm like, how can I do something? Because I've been trying to do this thing for like, you know, about two, three years now. And other people that I've seen out there, and I think like a lot of us have seen it out there, we're like, in two years, people are like, boom, like they grew so fast, right? It's like huge. Um, yeah. And I'm like, how are they even doing that? So that's kind of what prompted me to go out there and seek that because I'm not saying I want like, you know, exponential growth because sometimes like growth too fast, you know, is not always a good thing. It can be a good thing, but sometimes it's, you know, there are other things that are behind that as well. But, you know, it's making me curious because at the end of the day, I do want to grow. And I've been seeing like, I mean, I've been seeing more growth this year, but in previous you know, once last 2020, 2019, it was, it was very like slow and sluggish. Right. So I was kind of mm -hmm. like, how can I change that for myself? Because at the end of the day, somebody out there is doing something. <laughs> and what is right. that thing that they're doing? And that's where a lot of this came from is Shelly's curiosity in terms of growing her, you know, simple, casual, chic accounts. And also like providing that information to me because I'm not working on another you know, project to grow. And so I'm trying, I'm actually like taking cues from Shelly and her experience with simple casual chic, because she started that way before the outright effect. And so her insights have really helped me to kind of see the value of really strategically thinking about how you manage your social media accounts. Yeah. And I think, you know, there are definitely people out there who are just getting lucky posting as they like however they feel that day or whatever, you know what I mean? And <laughs> that might work for some people that might not work for others. You know, I feel like for us, um, hasn't really been working. I mean, I wouldn't like, I don't think we're like trying to make it work, but because we're casually posting, um, and not seeing the results, I would say like, you know, that kind of method maybe wasn't working for us, right. whether we intended it to or not. That's just kind of how it like, like ended up. Right. But at the end of the day, like for myself, because it's something that I wanted to grow, I'm like, I need to take matters like into my own hands. Like, what can I do about this? Right. So that's kind of what sort of like launched this, um, path to, sort of, I guess, research and testing it out. Um, yeah. So some of the things that we wanted to talk about in today's episode is using like some tools to help you with posting consistently. And like some, sometimes these like tools give you metrics and like help you schedule those things out. So it's kind of like set it and forget it. You don't have to worry about the whole week. You have it all like programmed into this thing to post for you already. So that's, you know, one thing that we want to touch on that we've been using. Um, and even some other things like posting reels for the first time, what are, <laughs> how we felt about that. Right. And, you know, thinking about what is a shareable and savable post, because that's also something that we hear about a lot. Yeah. So let's get into the specific ways that we have focused on our strategy when it comes to social media. So the first thing you mentioned was scheduling posts. And there are a few schedulers out there um, that you can schedule posts through Instagram and Facebook. And the first one we tried was later, right? 
Yes. Yep. So we tried later, later, like to some degree, like there's a free option and then there are paid options to later. I believe that um, some of these different programs, like later is one of them. I've also heard of Planoly and Facebook also has another uh, scheduling tool, like directly in Facebook. If you're using it on the web, I haven't been able to find on the app, but if anyone out there knows, if you can do it from the app, um, let us know. Um, <laughs> I've only been able to find it on like facebook.com when I'm using a laptop or a computer. Right. Um, but these tools, I think, you know, some of them, so obviously the one for Facebook is just for Facebook and Instagram and that's it because Facebook owns Instagram, right. but for other tools like later or Planoly, they may help you with posting to somewhere else too. Like maybe it's Pinterest or like some other kind of tool or social media platform out there. Um, some of these have some additional options. Um, since our focus was, you know, as we were saying, mostly Instagram and a little bit of Facebook, that's really all we were concerned about that the tool could help us post to those areas. Um, so yeah, we use later and, I, I kind of felt like it did like using a tool like this did definitely help if you're planning ahead and kind of like I mentioned, you want to set it and forget it. Like you could choose the day, the time, upload the picture and like write your caption in there. Um, and I think that's a great thing. I think that sometimes you, like you may find that you want a little bit more, but you might have to pay for it. Right. So if you wanted a little bit more like feature functionalities, like some of these platforms have like hashtag recommendations that might be good to help your your posts get out there even further. Um, and but you might have to pay for that, you know. Right. Um, and so that's something that I just wanted to throw out there. We we're only using the basic free versions of all of these things. And I feel like, you know, as, as simply just a scheduler so that you could like plop something in there and not have to worry about your three posts for the week or, you know, however many you wanted. Um, I felt like later kind of did the trick. I, I think one thing that was maybe not as convenient, and I'm not sure if this carries over into other third party outside of Facebook um, applications, but you did have to like resync it every so often. Like you had to like reconnect, refresh the connection between later and Facebook and Instagram, or else I think after, I think it's a, like a certain amount of days where that connection would expire. So if you had additional things like plan scheduled to post, after that refresh date and you didn't refresh it on time, your future post would not be posted. Right. So that's something that was like, you know, a little bit inconvenient. I can kind of see why maybe it's like a security reason or, you know, some kind of like um, in their contract with the partnership or whatever, like maybe that's like required in one of those kinds of ways. I don't honestly don't know what the real reason is, but um, just kind of wanted to point that out in case anyone out there was thinking about using later just to be like aware of that because it did kind of like mess me up, like trip me up a couple of times when yeah. I didn't get, get in there fast enough to like refresh the connection. They, they give you advance notice, but you know, we also like Tempsey and I both work full-time day jobs. So, you know, sometimes like other things got in the way where we weren't able to just jump on there and like refresh it because, you know, we're working on other projects for, you know, our employers. So that was <laughs> like, you know, kind of a hurdle for us. Right. Um, right. And then that's when you brought up the Facebook scheduler and it took me a minute to like <laughs> jump in there and try it out. But when I did try it out, I liked that it suggested hashtags. I really like that you could truly set it and forget it. There wasn't this connectivity issue and it, it showed you what it was going to look like on the different platforms. Mm -hmm. And it would like kind of automatically switch over 
every few seconds to show you this is what it's going to look like on Facebook and this is what's, what it's going to look like on Instagram. And so you could kind of, you know, adjust your photo or adjust you know, the formatting of your verbiage or whatever. And so I thought that was really good and convenient. And, you know, it, it is a little inconvenient that you can only use it on your computer because you do have to email your photos to yourself or send them through Dropbox or something, but it wasn't too bad. It was pretty like, once you know what picture you're going to post or video, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And I think that, um, I mean, I, I think it depends like how you're getting your photos or content too, right? Because mm -hmm. if you are primarily someone who is taking all of that content on your phone, then yeah, you know, like you, instead of using just your phone to just quickly update it, I mean, upload it and post it, um, you'd have to send it somewhere. For myself, I, I'm kind of like a combo, you know, like some of my photos are from a photographer. So I got it emailed and it's on my computer already. Or like some of the photos that I have, we're taking it with a camera, you know, not the camera on the phone, but like an actual camera. So I'm having to update, upload that into my laptop anyway. So for me personally, <laughs> it was kind of easier because then right. I was having a lot of issues with the, you know, high quality images I was getting from a photographer and like transferring that onto my phone because the file is so huge. <laughs> like right. that was, that's the issue that I was having. Like, oh my God, I'm running out of like memory on my phone because I have these like 20 pictures that are like super high quality and it's taking up a lot of memory. Um, so I think, you know, just that, that's also, some, that's a good point. And that's something to keep in mind too, um, depending on where you're getting your content from. If it's, you know, if you're mostly taking it on your phone or if you're getting it from other sources as well. Right. And I think with this whole set it and forget it mentality, I think that takes us right into content planning. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize like how strategic you could be with like content planning. And so when you and I went through, like, this is a very new, very new thing that we've started. And when you get into content planning, you basically plan your posts way in advance. And that's really where later or like the Facebook scheduler come into play is if you do prepare your posts in advance. So it's kind of a set it and forget it thing. Like you could be planning posts months out. You know, right. and so, and that's where Shelly and I, that's the next thing that we're trying is we are getting together to really plan out May post, June post, July post, like all the way through the end of the year so that we can focus more on, you know, the content in our episodes and enhancing what we're doing and really trying new things and strategizing so that we're not like rushing to post something the day of. Yeah. And something that and you can't help, right? Because you can't really schedule like a reel, right? right. That, has, that can't be scheduled through a scheduler. So there are some things where we have to do it the day of, but you know, if, if half of your posts are already planned out, doing a reel the day of is really isn't as, as much of a big deal. Right. Yeah, I agree. And um, I don't know if you want to share maybe like your thoughts, your initial thoughts about what content planning was. I don't think I really had an idea of what content planning was other than, you know, you just have some ideas of posts that you want to post and you make a list of them. And then when you're ready to post, you post them. <laughs> Whereas yeah. in actuality, you're really thinking of different types of 
themes that you want to post about and like more into the future, right? Like right. it's more of like a future thing. Um, and I think uh, it was, it was kind of interesting because we were, I think you had like an aha moment, right? When we were talking yep. with some others and they're talking about content planning and since he's like, we do content plan. I'm like, no, we use a scheduler like on Monday for the post that's going out on Tuesday. Like that's <laughs> not really content planning, you know? And <laughs> we're, you know, whereas now we're trying to think like a month or two out, you know, sometimes people think even further out than that, you know, just depending on what your business is, what's going on, what's coming up for you. Um, so it's just, it's just kind of funny, right? Like, um, I think that content planning really is like, okay, like, you know, right now as we're recording this, it's in May, but like what's coming up, like, you know, three, four months from now or whatever the case might be. Um, and how do we plan for that? So that when that month comes up, we're not like scrambling, throwing it together and like posting it real quick. Right. Um, yeah. I think it is kind of like a time management tool, like in some ways, right. <laughs> like you're helping yourself for later, you know, like you're helping yourself, like get everything together. So you're not scrambling and worrying about it. Like right at the very moment when it, when you're hoping it to go live. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was definitely an aha moment for me. And I love planning. So this was like exciting for me. I was like, <laughs> yes, let's plan months in advance. And it does help me. And it also like helps with like context switching, like doing certain similar action items in a period time period. And so if you're just preparing five or six posts within an hour and planning that for the month of June or July, you've now done a bunch of work that's kind of like a set it and forget it thing. And you don't have to worry about that down the road. And so I love that. I, I was like, oh, okay, this makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, moving away from content planning and kind of talking about uh, maybe some other things that we've been trying a few months ago, I happened like this was like a weird, like not weird, but it was like a random, like um, impromptu kind of thing where I honestly met up with a bunch of strangers online, like on a <laughs> Zoom call to talk about like social media engagement and like all that kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, it was a really cool conversation. And I felt like I learned a lot from it because my my account, uh, Simple Casual Chic, I mean, it's it's grown since that first conversation by about like 200 followers. And I would say that's the fastest growth that I've had in that period of, in, you know, a similar period of time. But, mm -hmm. you know, me compared to others on that particular Zoom call, I have like the smaller account. I'm on the smaller end of that, you know. Mm -hmm. And so to hear about like what other people are doing, posting videos more on stories and reels and all that kind of stuff, like I left that. So it was like a Sunday morning when that happened. I left that meeting and like literally Sunday afternoon, I posted my first reel and it was just like an interesting experience for me personally. <laughs> so if you happen to, you know, follow me on Instagram, like you might've seen that one where I'm like walking my dog and it's kind of like Instagram versus reality where first you're walking nicely and this, and second, he's dragging me down the sidewalk because he's an 80 pound Labrador retriever and he saw a cat. And, um, <laughs> I posted that I recorded it. and was like, you know, I'm going to do this. I posted it at like eight o'clock at night, which like goes against all of the, you know, posts at a certain, on a certain day at a certain time, blah, blah, blah. Most people are online. I was just like, I just need to like get this thing out. Right. Like in my mind, I just have to do it before I don't. And I waste this video or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I put it out there and between like eight 30 and about 10 o'clock, I got like 2000 views for like my first reel. And I was like, I see what, why people are doing this now. I, I get yeah. it. You yeah. know, like 
I like I wasn't expecting that at all. You know, I was just like, I'm just gonna post and probably no one's gonna see it. You know, it's like what I was thinking, like, you know, I didn't have hopes for it at all. I was just like, I just need to do it. I need to try it. We were talking about reels this morning, you know, and like how it works for people, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I can't say that it like it didn't change my life like leaps and bounds, but like all my regular photo posts never got two thousand plays you know like 2000 people didn't look at it you know it wasn't that much and I did get some followers from it too I got like three three followers I mean that's that might sound like a little bit like to other people out there but that's three I never had before that's three that would have taken me a month or whatever you know like not maybe not a month but like much longer than one post you know and so that I was kind of like Tempsey like (laughs) we need to post some reels (laughs) and I honestly I've been having fun with that for myself like simple casual chic like it's been pretty fun yeah Yeah. Um, it's been pretty fun to watch it's pretty cool you make some really good ones yeah I just made one yesterday with some sunglasses I'm trying to you know figure out which one I want it's like a try at home kit right so Mm -hmm. I I mean it's cool where you're like snapping your fingers and the sunglasses are changing you know to the next style and stuff like that I mean it's you know, it is pretty fun. It is a little time consuming. You know, I will say you can like, you know, take the video over again, many, many times, you know, as many times as you want. Um, But you can also like, and just have pre recorded video from other times during the day or like last week, and upload that too. Um, Right. So don't feel like whenever you're doing reels, you need to like, do it all at once, you can definitely like collect videos over time, and then like put them together within the app. Um, And I've also been because, you know, I mean, I mentioned having a YouTube channel. So obviously, I do have some kind of video editing software, you know, that I use. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have edited some reels on the computer as well, when it gets like a little bit more complicated, like there's more clips that I'm trying to like put together. And I already know that it's gonna be way easier if I do it on a laptop. So you know, I do kind of go back and forth. But how do you feel like reels has been working for the outright effect? Or what was your initial reaction? After you know, you either posted your first reel, right? Because you posted a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first one was like a meal prep one, and it didn't get like crazy traction, but it was pretty good. And then the second one, I don't remember what it was, but it went nuts like 1500, I think, um, views, something in, in that arena. And so I was like, holy cow, that's a lot of views. And Were you wrapping boxes? Was that, was that the one you're decorating? Oh, yeah. It was the Easter decor. So I wrapped some boxes and I made like a little decor, holiday decor set up above my Seven. fridge. And so that one got, I think, like 1,500 views or something or 1,300. And then I posted another one. What was the other one, Shelly? I can't remember. Um, with the stickers? Yes. The stickers from my wristy <laughs> design. <laughs> Why am I remembering your post? I don't you know. I'm not- it. I'm not thinking about my reels right now, like my specific reels. I was actually thinking about like one of the major reasons that reels are doing so well right now is because Instagram is trying to get followers back from TikTok. So TikTok, this is like a TikTok feature that Instagram added as part of their slew of, of features. And so they're really like pushing reels to get people back from TikTok. And so we're just taking advantage of this kind of like boom right now. But I was, that's what I was thinking about, which is why I couldn't think of any of my reels. Anywho, so that's some background, but yeah, the Easter one got 
I think the first one got 1300, then the Easter one got 1500. And I can't remember the rest of them, but they just get, keep getting more and more views. And so, you know, the, the engagement isn't as great. Like none of them have gone viral per se, right? Like where it's like thousands of likes on the actual reel, but the fact that we're getting exposure from it is still important. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's, that, that's a cool thing about that function in particular, Right. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I've done some reels at Valley Honolulu. We've had Camille on our previous episode. Um, so I've gone down to her store, did some reels, like trying on clothes in her um, dressing room, like that kind of stuff. Also some other reels that I've been doing at home with like a Sephora sale, like that kind of thing. So it's been really fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing more. Actually, this weekend, I'm meeting up with a friend at a park. We're going to be like all masked up and we're going to try some TikTok dances. <laughs> so she had, she had sent me, she sent me a link. Like I low key want to try this. And I was like, can I record it? And I'll do it with you if I can record it and post it online. <laughs> <laughs> That's and then so she's like, okay, I'm going to wear a mask and a hat. And I'm like, that's fine. I was going to wear one too. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love it. And so this just having fun with it and trying new things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. So the next thing we wanted to try or that we are trying is, you know, creating more shareable and savable posts. And Shelly brought this up to me because the more engagement you have on Instagram, the more that al- algorithm works in your favor. And you just get more exposure that way. And so shareable and savable posts is a good way, like shareable meaning if you click on that little paper airplane image under your photo, you can share it to your stories. You can share somebody else's post to your stories. And so one idea that Shelly had was posting quotes, things that are inspirational to people, things that people might want to remember in their daily lives as, you know, maybe they forgot about this idea that they heard of or that this quote that they heard of and they wanted to get back to that. And so they just save this post and go back to it and remember, remind themselves, be the best you, you can be, or whatever the case might be. So mm-hmm. that was one of the things that we started doing every Monday. We share a quote that is inspirational to us and that we really like connect with and want to share with others. Yeah. And I do want to say like, this is not my idea. Like I didn't invent this idea. This is literally <laughs> something that I read somewhere else. And I was like, you know, that makes sense. Right. Like I feel like quotes are something that someone would want to share because it's kind of like, have a great day. Yeah. I want to let other people know, have a great day, you know, like that kind of thing, or they're saving it because they're like, Oh yeah. Like I could, maybe they're thinking I could use this quote for something else. Right. This would be a great quote for me to like write in my bullet journal or like whatever the case might be. Right. Like put on a greeting card or something like that. So um, yeah. Anyways, I, I didn't invent that idea. <laughs> no, but I mean, we've had a conversation yeah, about how we don't just yeah. want to be like an account of, of quotes, right? Quotes, like, yes, mm-hmm. we don't want our whole feed to be just quotes, but there is, you know, benefit in sharing some of the quotes that we love. So why not? Yeah. Another thing that we've been, you know, seeing a lot of, I don't know, recommendations or folks talk about out there is about being consistent with your engagement. And really what it comes down to and what's like explained in these videos or articles that we've been reading is that like social media platforms are meant to be social. You know, it's not meant for like you to just, I mean, it is also meant for you to sit behind the scenes, but if you are someone who's trying to, 
have more outreach, grow your account and that kind of stuff. Like the platform is expecting you to be engaged with others, like to reach out, to start the conversation, to comment on other things, to like other people's photos, et cetera, et cetera. And it's kind of like, it's basically like looking for that, right? Like in stories, you can take a poll, you can like have people ask you a question, you can, you know, do all these other things. Um, and so that that's all part of being socially engaged and interacting with other people. Um, so for us, we decided that we would try to focus on engaging at least 10 minutes a day, every day, um, to he- to kind of keep that engagement going, right? Because I think, you know, previously, it was kind of more sporadic, like we were saying, it was more so like, we were just liking posts on our feed for people we we're already following and like replying to comments if anyone left them on our posts. But mm-hmm. now we're also focusing on seeking out other accounts that we like, liking their photos, commenting on, you know, their like whatever they're posting, trying to get to know other people more, like building rapport with brands, um, spending some time on the explore page just to like, you know, find something new, find a new um, account or a person who's doing something cool out there and, you know, trying to interact with them a little bit. Yes. You know, originally when we started talking about this, I went on the explore page and was like, well, maybe this will be a good person to follow. And they're like in Nebraska or something. And so it was kind of like we had talked about who are the types of accounts we want to follow, who are the type of people that we want to engage with. And so that really narrowed it down to when we're on the explore page, what are we looking for? And that's been really helpful to kind of make sure we're very laser focused on our demographic and who it is we want to connect with. Yeah. And I think there are a couple of accounts that we happened to come across and we were kind of like, you know, I guess it was like case study sort of, right? Like a discussion around like, is this somebody we'd want to follow? Why or why not? Right. And so some of these accounts were like, they were inactive for like several months. They hadn't been online for like a while. So we're like, okay, well, if we engage with that person, like, are they even opening up Instagram anymore? Like they kind of look like they're MIA at this point. So maybe, you know, we pass on that one. They, They might not ever see us reaching out to them and, you know, move on to the next. Right. Yeah. And so it's a good, like a good trial and error type of situation to try to really focus in on what your, what your goal is and what, who you're looking to connect with. So that was a really good experiment for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about our results. Yeah. So we just talked about all the things that we tried and we wanted to give you insights on how that has affected our growth on Instagram. So we, since November, we've grown an average of seven followers per month. Now it doesn't seem like a lot, but you know, we are a very small account right now and you know, we're just trying to grow. And so whether that means slowly or quickly, quickly would be preferred, but not too quickly, like Shelly mentioned, seven followers a month is pretty good for us. And we'll continue working on growing that quicker if we can, but you know, we're just trying new things. Yeah. And I think part of this too, like, I guess what I'm saying is something that's been helping us is looking at the insights page and some of those analytics that tell you, you know, which posts are getting the most attention, et cetera. Right. Um, because mm-hmm. then we can kind of try to replicate that or see what we're doing well on those posts and it, incorporate that into the future stuff. And so I think what we've noticed is that we've been having a little bit of like an uptick um, based on like the hashtags and the tags that we've been using in our posts. I think, you know, what the photo is also is really important as well. That's something that I've been seeing a difference on my own account, Simple Casual Chic. It's been teaching me like what people like to see, I guess, (laughs) on that account anyway. And yeah, it's just like 
in in general really interesting so to kind of give you guys an idea like Tempsey mentioned we are a small account like what does that mean right so we're about like I think it's like a little over 230 230 followers right now so for us you know having like several followers a month is you know quite a bit of growth you know at, at that kind of scale if we we're saying seven followers a month and you know we had like millions of followers that sounds pretty <laughs> like <laughs> small right but you know so for having like a little over 200 I think seven followers a month is like ratio wise is you know more substantial I think, you know, because we've been posting reels and other types of content on our account, our reach has gone up 380%. And I think it's really because reels just kind of get out there more than maybe just posting a picture um, on the feed or even stories, because stories is targeted towards people who are already following you, not necessarily those who are not following you yet or haven't seen you before. Um, so mm -hmm. I think that that's something that we've noticed. Um, and that's the reason why the percentage is 380. <laughs> um, you know, we've been trying these other things and reels have gotten us like Tempsey mentioned a lot more reach thousand plays on a particular reel and but you know because we've been posting more reels content interaction has been down 54.5 percent in March because it doesn't like things that happen on reels. some of those analytics don't contribute to the overall like insight analytics they may contribute in other ways like obviously reaches up but it doesn't factor in those likes, those comments, I believe, when they're on the reel instead of a regular picture post. Yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. We are definitely seeing much more visibility, like accounts reached is definitely up. And that's due to like the strategic use of hashtags and tagging people. And also consistent, like a little bit more consistently posting and engaging. So, you know, I think that the reach piece is good, but what we're going to try to work on. And honestly, the whole goal of this podcast was to connect with others, to build a community and get feedback. Like our perspective is our perspective, but we want to hear from others. We want to hear your perspective as well. And so this is just social media growth isn't the primary goal. It's building a community, but social media is definitely a tool that can help do that. And so that's why we're kind of focusing on social media growth to kind of get to that goal of building a community, getting people more engaged and getting people to give us their perspective so we can grow too. Yes. And, you know, I kind of want to go back to hashtags really quick because, you know, when we say, and when I've heard before, like strategic use of hashtags, I'm like, what do people even mean by that? Right? Like, what <laughs> hashtags are you supposed to be using? And how is it strategic? And I get that, you know, certain hashtags will get you that reach. And I kind of feel like the reason why I'm bringing this up is I feel like as people hear this, they're gonna be like, well, what hashtags are you using that strategic at work? Well, you know, that's kind of because that's the thought that I have when other people are saying it. But I think, you know, one thing that we've found out and that I've learned from talking to other people is you have to experiment with the hashtags, you know, mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to think a little bit like not outside of the box and come up with like an obscure hashtag that nobody's ever going to find because they never would have thought of that word or phrase or whatever the case might be. But sometimes your topic applies to like your bigger community, right? So like, let's say I'm posting a picture or some, uh, some kind of something, a reel or whatever with my dog. Like, so I used to use all Labrador focused hashtags, black Labrador retriever, Labrador retriever, labs of Instagram, like all this kind of stuff. But what I wasn't using is like dog mom, dog mom life, you know, like that kind of stuff. And mm. that's that, but it's also a part of the community or pet parent or whatever the case might be. So um, that's something that I just wanted to throw out there that like, 
I was using hashtags literally pertaining to my dog, like what kind of dog he is, right? Like that kind of stuff or like puppies, you know, like, but I was missing out on like people who might be more focused on like, you know, being a dog parent or whatever the case might be, right? Like not Mm -hmm. everybody's looking for Labrador retrievers specifically, like there are like how many other types of dogs out there. So that kind of helped me, the light bulb went on. I was like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. That's related, but you know, it's a different (laughs) word. It's a different term. And so that's kind of what we've been including into some of our posts where, you know, like sometimes with Tempsey's posts, it's related to her son. So she'll, you know, have, you know, mom related hashtags within her posts. And that makes sense too, because of what she's talking about. Right. Cause we talk about family stuff on this podcast. We talk about so many different topics that it ends up just sharing a little bit more about mom life and things like that ends up helping people out there. So, so like I said before, social media growth, isn't the primary goal, but building a community is. So we're using social media as a tool to kind of help make that happen. And the other goal is eventually to monetize, right? Because running a podcast and everything that goes with it, it's not free. (laughs) We pay money to do this because we like doing it. And it's also like time that we spend on it. Right. And so we want to make sure that we can grow so that this thing, this passion project that we're doing right now, it ends up being sustainable. Yeah. And that's the same thing, you know, for me and my YouTube channel, things that I'm trying to do on the side, like at the end of the day, like, wouldn't it just be great if we could incorporate more of the things that we enjoy doing in our everyday lives? You know what I mean? Like when you have that thing that you do, it's not work anymore, right? When you really like that thing, why wouldn't you want to like also have some kind of income from it as well, you know, if you could, right? That may not be everybody's goal, but as we're taking a look at our futures and what we would like to do, we we personally feel like that could benefit us. Exactly. And that's, that's like, this is the day and age to do it, right? <laughs> This is like Mm -hmm. the perfect time to really dig into what you're passionate about, what you love doing and seeing if there's a way you can make a living from it. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's, I mean, it would make everybody in this world probably a little bit happier. (laughs) Yes, I know. That's exactly what I was thinking, actually. (laughs) Well, that's it for us today. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Outright Effect. If you have any feedback for us or if you're looking to grow your account and have any advice for us, things that have worked for you, feel free to reach out to us. You can find us at theoutrighteffect.com. Follow us on our social media accounts on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all at The Outright Effect. You can also reach out to us by emailing us at theoutrighteffect at gmail.com. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.